Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm your host, Cool Kyle, and with me as always, See, I was trying to pantomime you, but I didn't know if you were going to be like, my broski. And- I, I was going to, and then I said, nah, nah. I said, you're you're doing the whole mime thing. I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> Thank you. We're doing, uh, we're doing a late show tonight. Mm. Uh, so this if you're is- hearing this, it's uh, Sunday night. Sunday night, the 25th of February. It's uh, 20 minutes to 8 o'clock. Yeah. Late boy tonight. Yeah, hey, you know what? Get better them late, get them. better late than never. That is true. There was almost going to not be a show this week, so yeah, yeah, we've both been struggling. But well, as I told you to open before we started the show, my schedule's changing, so that might actually kind of help a little bit because then I can go back to potentially seeing you throughout the week, and we yeah. can kind of just do a show before you have to go to work, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, that that we're not as far from each other as we once were, so no, we're very very close now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've learned, by the way, I need to stop saying um so much. I don't know what I'm going to replace it with. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I say um all the time, dude. Don't don't worry about it. I know. We are going to briefly dis- yeah, discuss the fallout or results of the elimination chamber. The chamber. And make sort of a pre-WrestleMania 40 card. I mean, obviously... There are a lot of matches that are already set in stone, so those will already be put in place. But kind of throw out some other ideas of matches that you might like to see happen or matches that you think might potentially happen. So first things first, let's get to the chamber stuff. What What is going on over here? Are you fixing the volume? Are we too loud? Are we peaking? Yeah, we were, we were peaking a little bit. I don't know why. Okay. I, I didn't change any of the stuff from last week, so I haven't had to, I haven't been doing any peaking since the eighties when I was injected with steroids, brother. Oh, wow. The peaks on these pythons, brother. Brother. Let me tell you something. All right, we're 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 that, good now. We're that good. would be an amazing thing if we could actually hold the the impression the entire show. Do a wrestling episode where someone was Macho Man and one person was uh Hogan or if someone was like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. So the Ultimate Warrior would be very shouty the entire time. I don't know if I could do that, but you know, I wouldn't mind giving it a try someday. <laughs> just, just some random nonsense where you were like, "We're here to do the predictions for WrestleMania 40. The heavens and the gods have opened up, and these are the matches that I think are going to be this way." <laughs> just something like that. Uh, that would be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> so the women's elimination chamber match featured Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. Bianca Belair, yeah, Tiffy Time, Tiffany Stratton, yeah, and uh, who? Who? The fuck am I missing? <laughs> wasn't Nia Jax, right? No, no, Nia Jax was in the the main event with Rhea Ripley. Uh, Bianca, Raquel. Why do I, I just watched this pay per view yesterday? Oh, well, Bianca, Becky, Liv, yeah, Raquel, Raquel, Tiffany, Tiffany. and. Oh, Naomi. Naomi, thank you. Sorry, Naomi. Yeah, bye. You are a may a a a zing. I just forgot your name. <laughs> you know what it was? Because she wasn't in very long. Because she was one of the first two in, but she got pinned pretty early in the match. Oh, okay. First things first. I know you said you haven't seen a lot of it. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton, very over in Australia. 
And she had a tremendous performance. I've heard a lot of good things about her. I've seen a few things on NXT. When you get a chance, I mean, if you've seen some of her work in NXT, go and watch at least the Women's Chamber match. It's the first match they show. She did a lot of good high spots, and she very much belonged in that match. She did a really good job. Yeah. Hey, you got to put your take your hat off for somebody like that who can actually put on a good performance. And she and and again, she has only been she got, you know, that's a big that's a big push for her when you've only been called up not even a month into your run from NXT from being sent up from NXT. Yeah. So, she did a really good job though. Ultimately, it came down to a final 3 of Liv who was your pick, Becky yeah. who was mine, and Bianca who was kind of the wild card in that cuz I was like Shit, like that was the only one we disagreed on. If fucking Bianca wins, then we're gonna have which kind of would have been fun. Which I was like, we're gonna have two pay per views in the row in the row where the titles held up. So now we're gonna have like an ultimate champion at WrestleMania. <laughs> but luckily, we don't have to deal with that because yeah. my prediction of Becky Lynch did win. So the ending basically I think you queen sweeped. I did queen sweep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, th- you know the problem was is that pay per view was very predictable. Yeah, you know we, how it was going to be. Nobody knew. Nobody thought Rhea was going to lose to Nia in her hometown. That was not happening. Yeah, so close to WrestleMania. Yeah. Not even not even close to WrestleMania. Like, why would you have Rhea lose in her hometown? No. I mean, I know yeah. WWE is good for that. They'll either let you win at home or they'll you'll lose at home. Yeah. Case in point, if you go back to the John Cena-Edge rivalry, Edge beat Cena in Boston, but then Cena beat Edge in Toronto. Uh. So, but basically the finish, the ending of the, of the match was... Uh, Bianca went to go for a KOD, I believe, on Becky. Becky got out of it. Bianca kind of like fell back because I guess Liv wasn't there in time to give her the roll up. Liv rolls her up. Bianca gets pinned. She kind of scoots out of the way and goes into like one of the the far corner or whatever. And then at the same time, Liv turns around. Becky hits her with the manhandle slam. One, two, three, just like that. The match was over. Uh, and I was like, okay, that was a pretty good finish. And Becky Lynch seemed like the most logical person to take on Rhea Ripley. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's history with Rhea and Liv. There's history with Bianca and Rhea. But I think Rhea, I mean, Bianca just had a monster, like, was it year run with the title? Yeah. So you kind of have to move people around. I guess Tiffany Stratton wouldn't have been too bad, but I don't think she's been there enough for, like, because you got to remember with WrestleMania, you got to get a lot of casual people that are, like, not watching, like, the other pay per views and the other, you know, sorry, PLEs yeah. throughout the year. So that one being WrestleMania, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll tune in. And if they see big marquee names like Becky Lynch, they'll be like, okay, I might be more inclined to tune in. As it's kind of pro- like the Super Bowl of the wrestling world. In well, some- exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, again, if you're a casual fan and you see Rhea Ripley versus Tiffany Stratton, you might go, uh, I don't really like, know what that's all about. Tiffany Stratton? Right. Yeah. But then if you see Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch, you go, oh, okay, yeah, I know who Becky Lynch is. Yeah. Yeah. So – so for now, we're going to put that down for WrestleMania predictions because we already know that's going to happen. Yeah. So that is Rhea versus Big Time. Big, Big Time, Time the Man Bex. Yes. So they said – so when they introduced Rhea, they said that she was the WWE Women's World Champion. Mm-hmm. So what's the title called on SmackDown then? Um, cause that's, that's EO Sky. Yeah. So maybe it's the, kind of like how Romans is, or it's like the women's universal championship or whatever. Maybe. Hold on. I don't even know. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, 
that's the problem with what WWE has done recently is they the, the titles have merged and changed and it's it's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Um So, hold on a minute. So this one's showing on Wikipedia <clears throat> that the WWE Women's Championship is currently EO Sky. Okay. And then so then I guess there's a WWE Women's Championship and then a WWE Women's World Championship? Is I, that I guess. I guess that's kind of like how Seth is the WWE World Heavyweight Champion versus Roman who's the, you know, WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship chip champion or whatever. Right. Yeah, so yeah, Women's World Title. So Rhea is the Women's World Champion and then EO is just the WWE Women's Champion. Yes. Okay. That's that could be very confusing i mean i suppose it's not as bad as like the raw women's and smack i mean it's a little bit easier but i guess I yeah know. like i said i I've, I've mentioned this multiple times on the show before and i'll mention again what they should end up doing is kind of having one big title on like one wwe women's championship and wwe men's championship that can go simultaneously between both shows and then you have like the heavyweights on each show and each brand so that way you kind of have a champion fighting, but then you have, a, like, Roman, for example, with the universal title. He, he wrestles, like, what, three or four times a year? Yeah, basically. and, yeah, but, I mean, he's been around. He's been champion for so long. Like, it makes the marquee. It's kind of no, like, it. it's like a boxer. Like, you don't see a boxer wrestle all the time. Like, 80s Mike Tyson maybe wrestled a fight every, I don't know, I would say... I don't know, six months, nine months, maybe a year. Yeah. So when the fights came up, you were like, oh, this is really exciting. Like, I need to see this fight. Yeah. So. No, and I understand why they did that. It's just a matter of, like, how they present the title because it's like, yet again, because Rome is not wrestling that much. No, I know. It, but it makes it more special when he does wrestle, though. Yeah. Because you know it's going to be a big-time match, sort of, with a certain someone who's been in trouble in the news recently, but we'll just say his name because it's fine, Brock Lesnar. Um, when Brock Lesnar wasn't wrestling for, he wasn't on Raw, he wasn't on SmackDown, you saw Brock Lesnar at PLEs, but it wasn't like you saw him at like the B-level PLEs. You were, it was Brock Lesnar's in a match at Rumble, Brock Lesnar's at a match at SummerSlam, he's on Survivor Series, and he's on Mania, and that's it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Money in the Bank, maybe. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. But yeah. that's it. Like he wasn't on a lot of the other ones. Yeah, because he's won Money in the Bank. He's won Money in the Bank. He won the Elimination Chamber. He's won stuff, obviously. Yes. Yeah, but they that was all scattered throughout. Right. right it's right. always the four main ones that are the for big the most ones. when he was champion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So on the flip side, obviously, of the Rhea Becky match, now that we have set up for WrestleMania 40, we have the we've now discovered the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah. Which will be before between former stablemates of uh, Damage Control. Io Sky will defend her title against the Royal Rumble winner Bailey. Bailey. Uh, early predictions for this. I'm gonna say Rhea continues her reign over Becky. I think yep. it's a really good match, but I think Rhea still re- retains for a bit longer. I yeah. And I do think that Bailey probably wins because she has not had a title run in a long time. Yeah, long, I mean, if, if long those time. two matches are gonna be the ones which we're pretty sure they are, I actually would totally agree with you on that. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just do a pre-prediction right now, and we'll just have it set in, set in stone. So yeah. um, the new Catch Republic 
which is a, apparently now the name for Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Oh, okay. They have a new name, yeah. Right. Uh, so the new Catch Republic took on the Judgment Day in a tag team match for the, I guess, the WWE tag team titles because they're linked together. Judgment Day won. It was an okay match. I, I, I will say I kind of skipped through some of it because I was just kind of like, I kind of just care about the chamber matches. I don't really care about the other two matches. Yeah. I'm glad it was only four matches on the card, so. Which is, uh, they did that last time, too. Usually they had a lot more matches. But you have to remember, though, the reason they did it for rest for Royal Rumble was the two Rumble matches were going to take over an hour by themselves. Yeah. So that's two hours gone right there. And the same thing with the chamber. The chamber matches, I think, were each about probably, I'd say, a half hour, 45 minutes long, each one of them. Yeah. So And you don't want to burn the crowd out too much. That's That was one of the good things that the In Your House shows were, like in the mid-90s. I know you weren't really watching a lot back then. Yeah. But the in, like the early In Your House shows in like 95 and 96 and stuff, uh, those were always two-hour pay-per-views as opposed to the regular three-hour ones you get with Royal Rumble or whatever. Yeah. So it was a nice little compact two-hour show, three or four matches on the card. Go back and if you get a chance, the In Your House Canadian Stampede pay-per-view that, that they put on, Yep. is regarded as probably one of the best pay-per-views they put on, not just at the time, but of like all time. Oh, wow. It's a really good pay-per-view. There's a lot of really good matches on there. Okay. And it's punctuated by a, I believe it was, I think it was a five-on-five five flag match, I think it was, or four-on-four four flag match between, it was the Hart Foundation, which was Brett Owen, Bulldog, Neidhart, and Brian Pillman, and they fought... I believe it was Austin, Goldust, Undertaker, and I think it was like Shamrock or maybe the Legion of Doom or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But it's it's a really good match. And obviously, because it was called Canadian Stampede, it was in Calgary. And of course, the hearts went over because they, they oh, were, yeah, they they were beloved. So. <laughs> uh, so the tag match was good. So here's my prediction because I've heard a lot of people talk about this and this is what I think is going to happen. So, because I'm jumping on the hype train with this. So, obviously, the Judgment Days had the titles for a while. There has been some dissension between Finn Balor and Damian Priest about who's in control, what's going on. Priest still has the money in the bank that people, I think, sometimes forget about. I don't know at this point when he would cash that in, though. The, uh, is it a year into... You have a year up until, yes. He has it up and through money in the bank. However, and we'll get back to that later about who the champions are going to be, because you don't always have to do it for... The main championship, because I think, didn't Theory do it for the U.S. title or something like that? Because there was that run, there was that run with him, was it him, Seth, and Bobby Lashley? Yeah. And then he ended up, like, cashing it in, and he beat Lashley for it, or whatever, he failed, I don't remember what it was. I think he failed. Something like that. But, you don't necessarily have to go for the biggest title. I mean, obviously, that would be the, the, that was the general consensus when it first started, but now not the case. But And I'll explain in later why I don't think that would be the case with him. Okay. So who's been the thorn in the side of the Judgment Day? R-Truth. R-Truth. They're trying to get rid of R-Truth. By the way, I don't know if you saw the goof. Someone actually predicted this. They said, I would love nothing more. This is actually from Cultaholic. They did their, which is called their nine pitches video. Mm-hmm. So there'll be three guys at the table. They have three different pitches. And their slogan is, it's not what we think will happen. It's what we want to happen. So they'll make up some crazy over-the-top things. And that was on Wednesday. I think it was on Wednesday. And one of the guys said, I would love to see a thing where R-Truth is walking through the airport and you just see like R-Truth's face like coming at you. 
And then he goes, oh, I done did it now. I'm in trouble. And they show like behind our truth and there's a sign that says, welcome to Austria. Not Australia. Welcome to Austria. So he messed up because he thought he was going to Austria yeah. when he was supposed to be in Australia. Well, wouldn't you know it, on Friday, they had a video of our truth in a cab and it said, hey, I'm here in Austria. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I'm here in Austria where everybody at. And I oh, said, that's amazing. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, but their prediction is, is that with uh, the Judgment Day having their issues with truth, awesome truth forms, because Miz has been kind of an okay good guy right now. Yeah. So Miz and Truth get together. They battle for the tag team titles against Judgment Day. They win the tag team titles against Judgment Day at Mania. And then maybe Truth gets confused about the the, the, the fact that you get both titles. So maybe both titles are finally like divvied up. So maybe they keep the Raw ones and the SmackDown ones go back to SmackDown and there's a tournament to decide who wins them. Because right now you've got a lot of good tag teams that are up and coming. Like you've got obviously the new Catch Republic. The Creed brothers are up now. Yeah. You can eventually, I think, didn't, um, what are they called? What's Braun Breaker's team name with? Um, uh, like the, the Wolf Dogs. The Wolf whatever. Dogs, yeah, yeah with, with Baron Corbin. So there's another team that's up and coming right there. So there's plenty of good tag teams that are in there. And obviously you still got uh, Alpha Academy. And give another team a chance to go on a run for a bit. Yeah. Because it, it, when you put them together, it's so weird. Like I get you were unifying them and that's fine. But let them be ununified for a bit. Let these new teams come in. Let these titles breathe. Yeah. And then that way you don't feel so... Because ha- then you, now you're able to put more matches on. You're able to have more people kind of have their own little spotlight. Yeah. So And it makes it more valuable that way. Right. So my early prediction, I don't know if you agree, will be Judgment Day versus Awesome Truth. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that's, that's going to be, you know... Unless... I mean, the other option could be... Uh, granted, I don't know how much or or where he would fall into this, but think about who our truth has been imitating a lot. Yeah, Cena. Yeah, but now Cena's kind of under the gun with the whole comments he made about Vince McMahon about how he kind of said, like, he's not innocent, but he's not guilty. But it seemed like he kind of backed Vince McMahon. Well, all those guys do that. That's what they're going to no, do. No, I know, I know. But it, like, I feel like in the circumstance of somebody bringing it up, being like, I don't really have, like, I would be like, I don't really have a comment on the situation. Like, until everything else has been, like, decided, I don't really have anything to say about it. I'm not, you know. Because it, it seemed like when I read the what he said, it seemed like he was kind of, like, with Vince McMahon, which kind of is like, I don't know about that. Like, that's kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, I guess it all depends. Like, yet again. Plus, I- plus, you also have to remember, too, let's say if Truth and Cena did get together and form a team against the Judgment Day, like, again, it's a big name on a, on, like, on a marquee on, on the card or whatever, but how often are they going to be able to defend the titles? Because it's not like Cena's a full-time guy anymore. He's not. Yeah. At least with Miz, they could only, they could have a small run. Like, they could have Awesome Truth have the titles from Mania till... So Mania is in April. So SummerSlam? Have, have, I was going to say maybe like Money in the Bank or something. Oh, yeah. Money in the Bank or yeah, or SummerSlam, whatever. And then have another team come along. Hell, they could lose them the next night on Raw. Have them win and then maybe have a rematch or something with Judgment Day and they lose. Or they lose to the Creed Brothers or the Wolf Dogs or something. So, yeah, they took them off the Judgment Day, but they were transitional champions. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. 
No, I mean, I, I get what you're what you're saying. With I that. won't put anything down for you right now. I'll leave it blank. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll make permanent decisions when we know the card. The ones but... the ones that I'm putting on are the ones that we know for sure are going to happen. Oh, okay. All so, right. Uh, we'll go to the Rhea match quickly. The Rhea, obviously, we talked about it before. Rhea, Rhea will be facing Becky. Rhea's match actually with Nia was pretty good. Nia Jax has actually gotten tremendously better, and I'm kind of impressed. She had a really good match with Rhea. It was better than it probably would have been advertised, and the Nia before would have made terrible botches. There was actually a spot where she put her on the announce table. Nia put Rhea on the announce table, got onto one of the desk chairs, stood on the desk chair, and was able to jump off. And normally the chair would have like moved and it would have been a disaster. The chair actually somehow stood in place and didn't move at all. Wow. And Nia was able to hit the elbow drop she needed to hit. She hit her with the um the annihilator, which is basically her version of the bonsai drop. Yeah. But it was it was a really good match and I was kind of impressed with how good Nia did. So Yeah, I mean I will say, like, I'm sure that there's plenty I'm sure she's had to do some training in the past to get to the point where she's at now. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, she had a time frame where, you know, she intentionally or unintentionally busted up Becky Lynch's nose. and Well, she's hurt a lot of wrestlers. I know she has, and obviously you're not going to have a job very long if you're considered a unsafe worker because nobody's going to want to work with you. Yeah. I can understand sometimes things happen. A botch happens here or there, and there's nothing you can do about it, but when you're continuously making these same mistakes, like they can't happen. No. So, But to move along, it was a really good match. Then we get to... The semi-main event, which was the men's chamber match, which featured... Okay, let me see if I don't screw this up. Randy Orton, Mm -hmm. Logan Paul, Mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre, Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. Press the A button for me. Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! L.A. Knight. Yeah. And I screwed it up because I don't remember who the sixth guy was. Uh, I'm trying to think of who was in the chambers. Hold on, say say the names again. So Drew Drew started the match. I know Drew started the match with yeah. L.A. Knight. Yeah, and then you had oh Lashley. Sorry, Lashley again. Yes. Yeah. Unforgettable name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, part I, of me actually thought so. They had a, a bit of an injury angle a little bit with Lashley on SmackDown, where he got hurt. But I remember that SmackDown was pre-taped before, and I was like, wouldn't have been something if they like took Lashley out of the match and like had a mystery a person and then it was like fucking Braun Breaker or something because that would have been amazing. That, that would have been interesting. That would have been really good because then he would have had a chance for Braun to do similar to what Tiffany Stratton did and kind of have a showing out, a coming out party at this big event. But in the same sense, they might not do that because the fact that he's worked- watch Watch the men's chamber match too. That was brutal. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, to all those listening, I didn't get a chance to watch it because it was on Saturday morning at like 5 a.m. It was on 5 a.m. That's had- all right. So so we texted each other early in the morning yeah. on that Saturday morning. And I was up until about 3 or 3.30 and I finally fell asleep. 5.30, I wake up. I look over. I woke up. I looked at my clock. It was 5.30. I'm like, okay. I was like, I could just watch the pay-per-view and I'm only a half hour behind. It's not a big deal. And I fell back asleep and I woke up and it was like 8 o'clock. And I went, well, shit, I guess I'm not watching the pay-per-view now. So when I got back from doing my stuff with my kids, we went out and about and went to a play place and got some lunch. And when we got back, that's when my daughter watched and was like, I want Becky Lynch to win because my mommy's name is Becky. And I said, that's fine. Daddy wants Becky Lynch to win too because daddy picked him. Daddy picked her, sorry. Yeah. The match was great. It had a really weird ending though. And there is going to be a setup match at Mania, which I didn't even think about. Um... AJ Styles will definitely be probably taking on LA Knight. 
Because yeah. LA Knight cost AJ Styles a chance to be in the chamber because that's who I think McIntyre beat was AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ St- so there was a spot where Bobby Lashley is hurt. The chamber door opens. Out of nowhere comes freaking AJ Styles with a chair and just starts to mollywop LA Knight with the chair. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's no disqualifications. Yeah. So LA Knight got the crap beaten out of him with a chair. So I'm going to actually put that down right now. I'm pretty sure that a LA Knight and uh, Styles match will be happening. Okay. Just to let you know, Chef is transitioning on her way home. Okay. So. Well, just text her and just tell her when she's super close that I'll go down and I'll move my car. Yeah. And then I can just pull in behind her when she gets her car in the garage. Okay. We're all leaving this in. It's all part of it. So. Yeah. Kyle's Kyle's new um, place of living. I don't get to park in a driveway anymore because he doesn't live with his folks. And I got to park on the side of the road. But some of the people that parked on the side of the road where he lives either didn't leave enough space or just don't know how to park. Most of it was just not leaving enough space for me to pull in. So I couldn't park on the side. So I'm letting him know to let Chef know when she's close that I will go move my car for her so she can pull in. And then I will pull in behind. So we may have to pause the show and then just jump back into it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's pause it right here. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. This is the first time we've ever had to do this before. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done little, that. Play a little uh, pause and go. Oh, I was going to try to think of like a car thing. It's not really car Jenga. It's just car Moving. Car moving. Car moving. (laughs) So we had broken down that I think LA Knight will face AJ Styles, and they preset that up for the next feud. Yeah. Moving forward, the man who cost Randy Orton a chance to win the Elimination Chamber was Logan Paul. Now, here's what I would like to see happen. So Logan Paul's already got Kevin Owens as a rival, and Kevin Owens has a vendetta with Logan Paul. Yeah. Now, Logan Paul has made an enemy out of Randy Orton. So I think, unless they want to add somebody else into this, and I want to kind of be crazy because you got to throw out a big time kind of match. Yeah. Triple threat ladder match for the the, um, Universal, for the United States Championship. Yeah. Because KO is great with ladders. Logan's great with ladders. Randy's okay with ladders, but... yeah. I think adding, adding, like as Jeff Hardy said, every time you add a ladder match to a ma- to, as a match, it it brings up the level in show. Definitely, a regular triple threat match would be fine, but adding a ladder or adding TLC to it or something would obviously give it an upgrade a bit. So yeah, I'm gonna say having the U.S. title hanging up above them, 15 feet high or whatever it is, having a triple threat ladder match, first person to pull, that'd be a great match. And with lo- how Logan Paul pulls off all his sh- shenanigans, there's bound to be some crazy shit that goes on with that. So yeah, right now the question is, if I'm pre-predicting, does Logan keep it over KO and Randy? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it just depends. Like yet again, this is all speculation because I don't know if this is going to be an actual match. But... Right, I'm just I'm just shooting off ideas that I was thinking about in the car on the way here. Yeah, so I'm gonna put. Um... Well, I'll put the t- I'll put what it is later. If I see it, I'll know what it is. Yeah. We've got the winner of the men's chamber match, which was Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And Drew is obviously going to fight Seth Rollins for the WWE. Hold on. 
uh, world heavyweight championship. That is I had to remember. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So so Seth Seth versus Drew is definitely going to be a thing. And the other thing I was just thinking of too. I feel like I don't know what they would do, but I feel like someone's gonna have a match against Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. I don't know if it would be like a random returning team, like an old, like an old schoolish kind of team, like that year that we watched and the Hardys came back in the the ladder match, or yeah. something like that. Uh, obviously, the New Age Outlaws made like a crazy late run. I don't think it would be them though, especially with obviously Billy Gunn being in AEW as Daddy Ass. Yeah, but it could be even somebody new. Like it could be because obviously they just had the thing with Seth and Cody, which actually wasn't too bad. So surprisingly. Austin Theory was the main heel in all of that during the show. Yeah. And Grayson Waller was kind of just like mid because Grayson Waller was the local guy and he wasn't going to take any of the heat. So Austin yeah. Theory took all the heat. Yeah. So I'm guessing something might happen with them. I also have to remember too, probably on the SmackDown before WrestleMania will be the, I would think the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal if they're still doing it. Obviously, it was a big deal when it first started because it was on, the first one was WrestleMania 30 and Cesaro won. And a lot of people, I think, thought like, hey, if you win this because it's supposed to be so prestigious that you're going to kind of get a bump up and a push, maybe you'll get like a mid-card singles title or something. And then it kind of just faded out and random people like Mojo Rawley started fucking winning it and yeah. it just kind of lost its luster. Then it was on the pre-show for WrestleMania. Then it got kicked off the pre-show and now it's on like the SmackDown before. And the women's one's the same thing. The women's one was okay for the first couple of years. And people were like commenting that the trophy looked like a pair of like fallopian tubes. And <laughs> yeah. it was a whole thing. And Yeah. And that's the problem is that they go with an idea and then they just phase it out if they don't like it. So I have a feeling we might not even see it this year. Well, but again, you have to remember that it's that match was a way to throw 20 people into a match so everybody could have a WrestleMania kind of payday. Yeah. Not going to be an expensive payday, but, you know, the Zack Ryders, Kurt Hawkins at that time. You can have a showing on a pay-per-view. I mean, that can bump you up at some point. You a, P- know? a PLE. Or, I'm sorry, a PLE. I know it's hard to do. Trust me. I get it's, it. uh, We come from an era where it was pay-per-view. We come from an era of pay-per-views. <laughs> Rob Van Dam did the Rolling Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. WWE was in a land down under. Yeah. Oh, I, so I got to tell you a quick story, which is funny. Go ahead. So I went over my um my parents' house yesterday, and my dad was watching um a documentary on, I think it was A&E. It was called, like, WWE Superstars. And it was, like, all about, like, pretty much it was the, the whole segment was about The Undertaker. And they were interviewing Michelle McCool and The Undertaker. And my mom, obviously knowing nothing about wrestling, looks at the two of them. And I looked at my mom and I said, they're married. And she goes, they're married? I say, yeah, they're they're together. She goes, what an odd couple. <laughs> uh, sure. she, she was like, he, ha- he has to be like much older than her. I'm like, not by much. Uh... I think it was I think it was eight to ten years maybe. Wasn't I don't think it was that big of an age difference. Well, let's see. He's fifty eight years old. Mm-hmm. She's forty four. So About twelve. Fourteen. Uh, f- really? Uh. Fifty eight minus forty four would be right. No. Eight minus forty four would be f- fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So it's, I mean, I still, I mean, yet again, if if you're talking about like in child years, then yeah, that would be a bad difference. But once you get to a certain age gap, it's not as bad. Yeah. Like you hear 58 with a 44 and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Hey. Yeah. What if you too. hear like, you know, like 27 with 13, you go. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, 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 no Mr. No. Superman. No. Yeah. All right, so I've already put down Seth and Drew for you and Cody versus Roman because that's going to happen. Yeah, Cody and Roman's going to happen. And I think we briefly talked about it last week how The Rock and Roman was supposed to be a thing, but the fans kind of were like, nope, hashtag we want Cody, we don't want Rock. And they were trying to distract us from the Vince McMahon thing by like, look, it's the shiny Rock. We have to do that. And people <laughs> were like, no. Yeah. That I mean, so that's going to be an interesting thing because – they, because of that whole thing, they had to swerve and go to a different right. scenario. And a lot of people are pointing out that if you watch this past week, Smack, oh, the SmackDown a couple weeks ago, when The Rock, I think maybe it was this past week or last week, or it was the week before, two weeks ago. So when The Rock had the promo with the Bloodline, I guess he was talking about like how, like he was saying Cody Rhodes was going to be a loser and stuff and lose at WrestleMania. But they showed that like when he was saying about being a loser, Roman looked away. And the Rock was pointing at Roman Reigns, and everybody yeah. else saw it, but nobody, but the but Roman didn't. Yeah. And then when they were doing their their ones for their pose or whatever, the Rock made an L instead of a one. Yeah. Kind of signifying, and they said when the moment first happened, when the Rock came out to take Cody's spot, Cody said something to the Rock, and the Rock, uh, Cody, kind of like I guess snickered or like had a smile on his face when he was supposed to be kind of like sad and gloomy because he was getting his spot taken. So is it like, does Cody know something that nobody else knows? And I feel like maybe there could be a point in that match where, and again, this is all speculation. There could be a point in that match where Roman maybe oversteps a boundary. The rock steps in and costs Roman the match. Cause if you think about when was the last clean win that Romans had, I could not even tell you. It's been the Usos. It's been Sammy. It's been Solo. It's the been... match with um, AJ and LA Knight. Was there any interference on that? Oh, I'm pretty sure there was. I think Solo interfered. Solo has been pretty much the guy. And the weird thing two people were saying was, every time Solo comes out, he always has a hood on and he attacks, and then he takes it off like it's some big mystery. Like we didn't know. Like oh my gosh, I can't believe it was Solo Sokoa. <laughs> like the first time, it, the first time, the first yeah. time, and that was at uh, Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, all the Bloodline members are going to be barred from ringside. And that's when I told you, I was like, yo, this is Drew's moment. It's in it's in close enough to his home country. He's totally going to win. Yeah. And then this guy came out. We're like, who the fuck is that? And you were like, yo, that's Solo Sokoa. And I was like, oh, fucking A. Here we go again. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. So most of this card I have, I think, is fairly on point. Hmm. I think the women's tag team match, because it's the Kabuki Warriors that have it, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe they have like a sing a, a three-way, four-way women's elimination match and there's a that they get more again, more people on the card. Now, the one that's throwing me off, who's taking on Gunter at the inter, for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania? And is this now the show where Gunter loses? The only people that I could think of, I thought of LA Knight, but then I was like, no, the AJ Styles thing has to happen. Could be Sheamus because they had a great match. They've had great matches before. Oh yeah, and this because Sheamus has never won the Intercontinental Title, and I don't know if John Cena's ever won the Intercontinental Title. 
I don't think he yeah, has. I don't think he has either. I think those are the only two titles. That's the only title that those two haven't won yet. I could see Chad Gable doing it, but I just don't know. They, the they kind of let that storyline die out, though, after The only bit. person that I'm potentially thinking of that would be a good fit against Gunter, which would be kind of giving him a big push right away, would be Braun Breaker. Yeah. If Braun Breaker came in at WrestleMania and his debut WrestleMania match was beating Gunter for the title, that's big. That's really big. That is big for He's him. already got the record for the longest reign. So, again, the same thing with the Roman thing. Whoever beats Gunter is going to get a huge feather in their cap and a big push. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, again, though, Sheamus is kind of an older-ish wrestler, so I don't really know. Like, yeah, it's a nice moment, and Gunter can move on. to. And I know I told you last time we talked to, I think it was last week, Gunter and uh, Cody could set up a feud for the title if if Cody finishes his story. Yeah. But then I also forgot that Shinsuke is kind of lingering and he's kind of had a feud with Cody. Mm-hmm. So Shinsuke could have a feud with Cody. And there maybe is somebody else that I'm not thinking of that's been out on leave. But I really, yeah. I can't think of who would fight Gunter at WrestleMania. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything at the moment. Like you said, I mean, Sammy, Sheamus- Sammy doesn't have anything going on. It could be Sammy. Maybe Randy Orton is in the match. But again, Randy Orton doesn't need, why does Randy Orton need the title right now? Like, and yeah. who, I'm trying to think of people who have recently had a feud with Gunter. The o- oh, the other one I need to put down too. This is I, if this doesn't happen, I'll be shocked. You got to have Jimmy versus Jay. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. versus Jay has got to be a thing. Yeah, that one's an interesting one because I mean, who do you go with? You know. Uh well, I would say probably Jay. Yeah. I think what would happen maybe is you figure if Roman loses, the br- the bloodline are probably start to crumble, right? Yeah. So Jimmy and Jay have a really good match. They have mutual respect for each other because they're brothers. Jay wins fair and square. Jimmy and Jay get hooked back together as family. Maybe Solo gets tired of being just the heavy or whatever for Roman, and he decides to leave, and maybe those three kind of go off and do their own thing. Roman leaves, gets some time away that he probably needs to rest up. Same with Seth. Go get your surgery taken care of because I think Drew is going to beat Seth. I should already put that down. Yeah. I think Drew's going to win. I think Cody's going to win. I think Jay's going to win. Um, yeah. give those people time to rest up, do their thing, come back at, you know, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, whatever. Yeah. In Roman's case, he probably would be gone for a while just to have him off TV because obviously when he came back originally, he hadn't been around for a while. So it was the same thing with like, you know, Cena or something where, whoa, I haven't seen this guy in a while and I used to cheer him, but now I, you know, I used to boo him and now I'm kind of cheering him because he's a different character. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with Roman Reigns in the beginning was that, he came back after that whole leukemia thing, and they were cheering him. Right, and then like they switched pretty quickly to booing him. Right, pretty. But fast. but now he's like a tweener. Like he's both. Like there are people that want to acknowledge their tribal chief. I am not one of those people. You are. I am not one of those people. I have respect for him. I, I do too. Him. I do have respect for him. I am a little disappointed with the way that like his booking's been, where all of his matches seems he needs to have like help. Yeah. Where if you look at someone like Gunter. Gunter hasn't really needed any help, and he's been dominating people left and right. I mean, there have been times where, like, Ludwig would come not, in and— Not as bad, though. Yeah. And it's not for—it's not for, like, the title. And Gunter's had it for—you know, he's had the longest reign, but, I mean, Christ, like, Roman's had it for, like, what, the third or fourth longest reign in history? In yeah. history. In history. They people like, were, been, like, three years, right? Three or four years? People were saying if he beats Cody and Cody doesn't finish his story— he could go through to almost SummerSlam or after, like before SummerSlam, and he would pass Hogan. 
Damn. So do you do that? But then you're going to start pissing off the crowd because now Roman's kind of overstaying his welcome as champion. Like, okay, we got it. Like, Cody missed out last year. You're keeping it going again another year. Yeah. How many more times are you going to not pull the trigger on this happening? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, especially with Cody, it's like you have – you gave him the, the story once already, and he didn't finish it, right? Now you're – if they didn't want him to be part of Roman's world and take his title – why would they give him the second opportunity? And by the way, for sure, I can tell you this too. If and when Drew McIntyre wins that title, when he comes back, Drew will 100% be feuding with CM Punk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Punk was the one that got taken out by Drew. Drew has been mocking it. That's a perfect storyline right there. Yeah. Then it could transition to Punk against Seth over time. Yeah. So, that, that I don't know. Like I said, the, the one thing that is completely throwing me off right now as far as titles go is Gunter. Who takes on Gunter for the Intercontinental title? Is it a single match? Is it a multi-man match? Because I don't... Yeah. It'll be defended. I just, I mean, obviously, we're... I think we're like 70 days away or something like that, or 60 days away. We're not too far off. No, we're not. Actually, we're only... Maybe it's less. It might be like 50 days. It's not that long. Yeah. We have all... Like we the have end of April or... Beginning of April. April. Oh, beginning of April. Yeah, so we're about a month and a half. I so think. not even not even 70 days, like 40 or 40, like 30 40. or 40 days, probably yeah. 40 days or so. So that's close. Right. So I don't know who it would be. That'd be the one thing that I'm kind of thrown off by. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. You can have any more uh, things to share. I'm going to try to look I up... I don't have much to share. I, you know, I mean, the only thing is that, yet again... We've talked about this last show, but we'll talk about it again. You know, Kevin and I, we've been we've been struggling with things in our lives, you know, got a shit ton of stuff going on. You know, we're going to try to put out episodes weekly, but some weeks it might not happen. So we just want to prepare you guys. We are going to try our best, but just keep that in mind Okay. because, you know, I don't want you being like coming in on Sunday being like, where's the show? Where's the show? And it's not there. Okay, this this okay. was all right. So this was written a couple days ago from Bleacher Report. So they're suggesting Andrade. Hmm. Um. So Andrade would actually be a good idea. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be a bad one. because uh, they says that he could easily replace Gunter as the Raw Workhorse Champion as he moves onto the world title picture. Braun Breaker, as I had said. Um, it I find it interesting though. I'm sorry, go, just going back to Andrade. They signed him at over at AEW, and he barely had any matches in AEW. Hmm. So I'm wondering why that is. Like, I don't know if it was because of injury or you know just didn't know what have a storyline for him. It's like the same thing that they're doing with Rusev. Chad Gable's on the list, which obviously makes sense. Yeah. Um, Sheamus again. Sheamus Shamo. is an interesting one. Um, that would be a really good match. Yeah. Says he's been out of action since his shoulder injury with his match with Edge on August 18th episode of SmackDown. It would be awesome to see him return in time to challenge him at the greatest spectacle in sports entertainment. Is that what they're calling it now? And then Sami Zayn. It's uh, probably just a moniker. I guess. Last year, the 39-year-old was one of the hottest wrestlers. However, Zane seems directionless since Mullins moved back to SmackDown. Triple H pulled him aside with his match and told him he was Rocky, the ultimate underdog, like Balboa, the Canadian star. Um, 
Sleeves a showdown with Gunter and plays a gratifying way for him to spot on the WrestleMania card and possibly walk out as the New York Continental Champion. So, I mean, any one of those guys would work. Yeah. So, I, I mean, guess it's going to we'll be see. interesting to see who they, they put for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited. WrestleMania is right around the corner. And I guess the only thing I don't like about it is the two night thing. But yeah. at the same time, you, uh, you get kind of drowned out. Because I remember us sitting around for WrestleMania's and that show starts at six, seven o'clock and you're there till like midnight and that's like five or six hours of wrestling and it's so much. Yeah, and not every match is a banger. No. I mean, that's why there were some matches where we felt bad where we were like, I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah. Kyle, Kyle, wake me when this match is over because I don't care about <laughs> it. That is true, yeah. I don't care about it. I don't. I mean, the two-night thing is nice because it breaks it up nicely, but... yeah. So, so that's all we got for you, folks, for this week. Uh, we will definitely be back next week. I don't know with what. Maybe a board game. Maybe some questions. I don't know. Yeah. I really wish we had more fans to engage so they could ask us questions that we could get answers to. True. Depending true. on what day of the week we do it and if she's available, we could maybe get Steph on the show and yeah. play a board game with Steph or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we haven't done a call with her in a while, so, I mean, if she wanted to do... I got to figure out what... I'll text her, and I'll see what her schedule's like, and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. Worst-case scenario is that we'll we'll find things to do. I mean, you know, we, we always do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, do you want me to read the thing, or you want to read the thing? Uh, I'll read it. It's fine. All right, yeah, because I think I read it the last two times. Well, that's because usually I did a lot of the talking, so I just let you... Oh, uh, Okay. Oh, by the way, um, I had to let Colin know because he's like, so what's the deal with your podcast? Because it doesn't show up on Spotify anymore. I said, sign out of Spotify, go back in, and you'll find us, plus all the new episodes that were supposed to come out that didn't. And he did it, and he went, found it. I said, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it happened with... Uh, there we, was some... we had a bit of a snafu. Yeah, but I figured it out. I contacted the the people, and they helped me out. That's so. good. After you, after you had them as a host, and then you got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is funny. So we are the Wicked Case Podcast, and I am your, I guess I'm going to call it your Wicked Case Champion. For now, yeah. Wicked Case Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Uh, we stream on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts as well as YouTube. Did you say that Google Podcasts is not Google Podcasts anymore? It's called something else? There was Did one. I? That, I thought you said there was one that was oh, changing soon. Yeah, I think it was Google Podcast. So is it like YouTube now or something like that or some weird? I yeah, I'd have to look it up again. I don't remember. Well, basically, the two main ones are Apple and Spotify. So if you have those, we're on that. We're and on, worst case scenario, can also go to our website. You could go to our website, which, has which a is player on it. www.thewickedks.com. You could email us at thewickedks at gmail.com. We'll answer you if you have questions about how ridiculous our show is or. Why we're not doing this and why we're not doing that. Listen, I've explained recently, there is a lot of stuff on this show that I wish that we could do. Sometimes time gets in the way, and at the same time, we do have to put the effort in, and we're trying to do that. But with, with Kyle's move, him being sick, me being sick, weather, kids, jobs, it, it's very difficult. New dog. Right, new dog. We had a time frame where there was about probably a half a dozen or so vault episodes that we had that if we didn't have a chance to do a show, we could just put it out and... You would be none the wiser, but unfortunately, we've soaked through all those, so yeah, we have yeah. to do new Vault episodes. Uh, if you don't want to email us, you can give us a call, and if you want to be on the show, let us know. 
9074. I will not right now be taking any phone calls from any Megans or Emilys at this moment. <laughs> I am just trying to focus on me. Yeah, you know what? Respect. Right. Respect. Uh, you can go to the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter X. Twitter X. At the Wiki KS. We should probably be putting up more shit like about what we're doing, but... I usually just put up the episode when it's out, but... Right. I will... Uh, we can probably try to do more things. Well, again, we should probably... I need to get in contact with Steph about that and see if we can hand the reins over to Steph and just be like, listen, don't go too crazy on us, but, you know, if we're... Excuse me. If we're a sports and wrestling thing, obviously we should probably be like retweeting like, you know, Drew McIntyre won the chamber and WrestleMania is coming up and all that stuff. And obviously just yeah. little, just simple shit. And I'm sure, you know, we could figure it out. Yeah. Also, patreon.com forward slash wiki KS. We, um, $2 a month. We had a subscriber. It was my mom. She said that she couldn't do it at the time because she was dealing with other bills. So, we have a lot of good content on there. We have Big E content. We have Red Sox. Red Sox content. We have we could potentially put up Billy Joel content. Yeah. Uh Bruins. Do we have any Bruins content? I have I have a few photos. We have some Bruins content. Yeah. We've got we've got some stuff. Yeah. We've got some stuff. And as yet again, it, everything is about money, sadly. And we are trying to obviously make our lives much better by working our normal nine to five jobs. They're not really nine to five, but we, we, we just need support. If we see support from the podcast world, we can focus more on the podcast stuff. And I do understand that there are now literally a billion podcasts that are out there and there are are podcasts for every specific genre. If you're looking for obscure podcasts, they're out there. And we've talked about it before. If we had a chance in our post Connecticut school broadcasting days to realize ahead of time that the podcast game would be so big, we would probably be in a much better spot because when we got out of broadcasting school, we were trying to focus like we would do shows here and there, but we were focused more on like the video side of it. Yeah. Which the audio side, as Kyle can tell you, is a thousand times easier. Yeah. Because you have to set up the camera, you have to make sure. Lighting. We, the lighting and we, you know, don't look great in front of a camera. I can't speak for you, <laughs> but I can tell you that Man. I've gone I've gone back to watch some of our old episodes. By the way, I don't know if you've seen some of our old episodes from our um hospital past production, I think it is. Yeah. I've... There's a couple, there's like one or two episodes that have like forty views. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know if it's like just people watching it over and over again. But there was one episode that I was like, this video has like 45 views. I was like, what the fuck? Wow, okay. Yeah. I think some people just find it and come across it once in a while. Well, I mean, do you you don't even have to watch the whole thing, right? As long as you just like... Yeah, you click on it and you watch it, yeah. Right, hold on. I want to I wanna check this live while we're on the... Uh... <laughs> hold on. Yeah, this is the old... Uh, not old days, but this is like something... Like an old project that we worked on. Yeah. Um, and seven, it, seven subscribers, seven subscribers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. So um, now this show needs to get to eight. Yeah. <laughs> we need to push so the boundaries. The last show we put up had 21 views. We had 17 views, 28, uh, 21, 11, 11, eight, 10, nine, 18. Hold on. I know we're, I know we're missing a couple here. Hold on a minute. Um, 10, 
Yeah. Light the Lamp, Season 1, Episode 1, 43 views. Wow, okay. <laughs> eh, you know? Holy smokes. Yeah. Like I said, hopefully at some point we'll get to further than that with this show. That is, that's how far back this was. This is uh, a relic here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All the way back in April of 2016. Oh, okay. So that was... And the last episode we did on that show was uh, July of 17. So we did it for about a year. <laughs> yeah, but if you see how far spread out they were, it was it was like a, a PLE. It was like every, yeah. every few months we'd have a pay-per-view that came hey, that out. That made it special. <laughs> made it special. It did. It did. Well, <laughs> we were trying to find our, our footing and... We think we've kind of gotten finally on the right track with this. Yeah. So, again, if you give us content that you want us to do, we'll do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not going to try to whore ourselves out, but we will. Well, within reason. <laughs> within I mean, reason. I mean, hey, hey, hey. It's not going to be like, listen, I'll subscribe to your OnlyFans if you guys, I mean, your Patreon if you guys make an OnlyFans. <laughs> know what I'm saying? No, I will, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to see my OnlyFans. I, mm, I wouldn't want to see my OnlyFans. I mean, you could just—it could just be you like eating. You think? That'd be an OnlyFans. You, could you do think an... people would want to watch me eat? Pe- people watch people do mukbangs all the time. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, I'm gonna engorge myself with a whole pizza from you know Pizza Hut. I mean, I could probably kill a whole pizza on camera. Just saying. So, another <laughs> long-winded outro for us. I know. Thanks uh, for sticking around. We appreciate it. We're gonna wrap it up. So, peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Oh, Wicked pisser. It's too yeah. Fu- it's too fucking far away. Yeah, which which one's... Dummy. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>